Someone please save us It's college kids What my parents told me Is what I did They said go to school and Be a college kid But in the end I question why I did like really embarrassing. Welcome to this. Everything Comes From Something Podcast. Oh if you cannot tell, our audio sounds like trash cans because we're recording in someone else's house. Yep. That's actually the only reason. Uh, also, we're using a different sound card because my brother wouldn't let me borrow it. And behind me is Baxter barking. Aw, but he's so cute. He wants to be petted. Give me a second. Uh, Baxter is a weenie dog that I'm watching for the weekend. He's quite adorable. He's on a couch behind me. Oh, and he, and he's if so you hear him bark or yap, it's it's not my fault. He's normally pretty good. He's a, he's an he's not very he's not very barky. Um Scott on the other hand, sometimes Scott barks. But we're not going to talk about Scott because he had his tail between his legs yeah, where when is I he? showed up. Where is Scott? Ladies and gentlemen, if this is your first time tuning in to Everything Comes From Something, I'm it's a sorry. podcast about how we try to talk about how everything comes from something. And today's topic of the show is career catalyst uh, college. <laughs> Perfect timing, Baxter. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know if you guys could hear that, but today we're talking about college because we believe that everyone has a moment of like career catalyst, like where you're like, dude, I want to do something with my life. And everything comes from something. And we believe that the time frame of college life is usually when this occurs. And I think sometimes it has to do with not liking college and not liking what you're doing in college. Like, I think, I think for a lot of people, they're like, oh, this is not at all what I want to do, you know, in, in, in college. Yeah, and we're going to be addressing those people that also are like, maybe they tried college or they didn't really try college. This time frame is still the point where you're like, hey, I'm going to decide to do something with my life. It's a career start after high school, even when you're in college and you don't have a job. Yeah, and, and one of the reasons why we're talking about this is, well, we're sort of figuring it out. You know, we're, we're trying to figure out what... Uh, I guess what our what our careers are going to look like, and right. what our what our career uh, you know paths are going to be in the, in the future, and you know we're we're still we're we're still trying to trying to fi- trying to find it. So. Yeah, and at least we're doing something creative too, like a podcast. Okay, just in case all this fails, we can do this for the rest of our lives, and three people will listen to it, and we can live off twenty five dollars a, a month. Hey, perfect. <laughs> Um, so yeah, this is a little bit of a different episode, um, like every single episode now that I say that, um, but we are kind of recording ahead because I'll be out of town next week and we're also doing something a little special tonight, Cameron. So get ready to work, baby, because we are doing a gameplay video. That's right. We're doing a gameplay video. We're going to put this out in, uh, probably not in a week, but we're, we are going to be doing a video game episode for you guys. So if you hate video games, just ignore us. But if you enjoy video games and you enjoy our terrible voices, don't say ignore us. If you hate video games, find something new that you want to like. Instead of video games, or like no, find no, a video game that you like? F- figure out that you actually like us playing video games. It's a late night. We are having a great time over at this house. Yippee. And let's get into the topic. Career catalyst, Cameron. Let's start with your college experience. Mm. Tell us where you go, what you're doing, and why you're doing it. Gosh, this is such an ed- existential question, honestly. like I. <laughs> What's the meaning of life? Um, 
Yeah, so I'm going to school for for film. <laughs> just like which <laughs> cruise past that. Okay, yeah, keep going. <laughs> I'm I'm going to school for film, which uh, which kind of means I have a pointless piece of paper at the end of my hey. college tenure. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens afterwards. I, I honestly, I'd love to work on, um, on feature films. I'd love to be in the camera department. That's like my, my number one goal. So you, you wanted to start doing what in film? I mean, when I started, I, I wanted to be a writer director, like every other person who goes into film, but wait, you're saying there's something different in film. Yeah. There are like so many other jobs. Name a few. Well, you could you could be a cinematographer for one, which oh. is kind of what I what I want to do. Um, you could be uh, a gaffer. You could be uh, which is lighting. You could be a sound person. You could be a, a assistant director, which is just the person who does schedules. So that's totally not what I want to do. Um, you could be. I mean, there are so many so many different jobs. Um, you could even just like cater for for film shoots. But wouldn't that be a culinary degree? I mean, it wouldn't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you would get there. But like, you're still working on films, you know? Okay. okay. Um, and you you could you could drive people. You could drive. These cars. are all completely different than a film degree. Yeah. They, no, they are. I'm, but, say, I'm saying things that you actually like do after you achieve a film degree. Oh. So mostly like producing, writing, directing, director of cinematography, gaffing. Yeah. Sound. Yeah, a lot of people go into that. A lot of people just do something else with their life. Oh. <laughs> Which is And do uh, YouTube videos on the side. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know that Cameron is a director of cinematography and yet we have no video footage for you because Cameron might not really be living up to what he says he's going to do. <laughs> That's right. I'm throwing shade to you live on the show, okay? Every time I'm like, "Hey, should we do video this week?" He's like, uh, "No. No. No." Uh, nah. Well, the problem is, it's expensive to do to do video for for a podcast for like a long form. Uh, yeah, it does seem to be a long time sink, especially if you want to edit it. Yeah, and I think that's the way to do it because people who are watching visually don't want. I mean, I know that some people just want the YouTube platform because they pay for like YouTube Red or whatever it's called, YouTube Special. Yeah, thing. I mean, like we're working on it. We are working on it. I will say that. Yeah, I don't know. Video is just is kind of a different beast than audio, um, especially just because audio is so much easier to roll out. Um, and you know, to be honest, I'm I'm uh, more well versed in like video as a platform, and I feel like you're probably uh, better at, at putting together audio. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I think I think video is still pretty pretty hard. Well, I think what's hard is that you can't usually do video without audio. Oh, you can yeah, definitely yeah, do audio without video. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's what makes, uh, for now at least, the podcast pretty easy to to keep it going. Yeah, um, and it's. I think the biggest problem is just file size. Like honestly, like video files are so 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 much bigger than than audio files. Honestly, yeah. Like it's 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 a different ball game. I'm curious because we're supposed to record gameplay footage after this for the video we're doing, and I hope that my PlayStation has enough space on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will see. We will see. Um, so you said that you wanted to do film before you even got into college. Oh yeah, I was. I was. I knew that I wanted to to go into film in like fifth grade. Mm. 
I know. It's I, I'm kind of an anomaly because I feel like most people figure it out later in life, um, figure out what they're passionate about. But I, I pretty much knew. What, what were some films that inspired you, or what are some things that inspired you to want to achieve this? Well, as a kid, I, I mean, I was in love with Star Wars. That, that was my. Oh, here we go again! Another episode about Star Wars. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was like my um, introduction into like what what film could do, like where right. film could bring you. The first time I saw the prequels, I was just blown away. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm serious. Though. Like, like Star Wars was a, was an introduction into, into like what, like where films could take you Yeah, for me. And so like, I love the idea that you could, you could just, you could film something and make it be in a totally different world in a totally different universe and and essentially fool everybody to 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 believe that too yeah yeah and i agree with you i think a part of me is like always enjoyed that aspect of star wars you know it's a weird movie uh that did that for me as well as stargate have you ever seen that no no stargate idea. like sg OG. and stuff no like og no 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 no. i know it's super weird but i, I don't know I, why it i watched me. like the tv show when i was like kid but i mean i don't i don't remember it oh well very cool very cool so when you got to college you feel like your career catalyst was only like solidified through that through the classes you were taking and whatnot a little bit it it was i mean i don't know people who um knew me in in high school kind of knew that i wanted to be like a a a writer director you know like that was that was my thing. Um, so when I when I got to college, I basically just decided that I didn't want to do that at all. I was shocked. I remember when you told me, you're like, no, 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 I'm not doing that anymore. I'm like, what the heck? Like, that's <laughs> what you told me you're going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I decided it just wasn't, not only wasn't it a, it wasn't a viable option, but it also just didn't really fulfill the things that I loved about film for mm-hmm. me you know like it just wasn't it wasn't what i wanted to do i saw a, a lot of directors and a lot of writers who were just miserable 99 percent of the time and and then that one percent of time when they were uh on set directing or you know in the in the writing process like really engaged they I, were they were happy about it but most of the time they were just Ter- like, it was just terrible for them. Yeah, I I will be honest. When you told me that you weren't going to do that, I was kind of bummed because I know that most directors get the claim to fame, which yeah. I mean, it kind of sucks for everyone else who's working on the movie. I loved how recently the director of cinematography for Blade Runner twenty forty nine, what was his name again? Um, Roger Deakins. Roger Deakins has like solidified a name for himself. Yeah, totally. Through director of cinematography, and I think that you know, the directors of cinematography are going to start becoming stars as well. Yeah, um, I mean, I think, I, I honestly think that in the intense film circles, it's always been a, a really important role. Like, people people really care about specific cinematographers. Um, you know, I think even even going back to, to the 30s and 40s, it was, it was, a, it was a big role. Um, but... I, I think you're you're probably right. Like now, 
there w- with social media platforms i think especially um cinematographers are able to get out their work that's not just um you know under the name of the director like they're really able to promote what they're doing and what they're what they're working on and so like it's totally it's totally up to them to uh make a name for themselves and i think they actually they really like walk the line between being famous and being completely unknown because like directors like you would know um if george lucas walked down the street you know like you you would be able to see them but i mean would you be able to recognize roger deakins no idea what he looks like. yeah so i would yeah but that's because i'm a fan of him like i i really enjoy it so like if i'm walking down the street he's or, or if roger deakins is walking down the street he's probably not getting very many people who are like oh wow that's yeah. Roger Deakins because they know his work. You know, they don't know the personality behind him, but mm. I would be able to be like, Oh wow. That's, that's Roger Deakins. Yeah. And I, you know, I'd be able to go up to him. So You're like saying, fans of him are, are, you know, impressed by him, but, but the general public I think is not, not aware of his, you know, presence. I so. would say, yeah, it, it, there are there are a few jobs that where you get to like straddle fame and being unknown. Yeah, and those are probably pretty sweet spots. The only variation to that is Daft Punk because they're just so smart. They wear helmets, <laughs> and literally no one knows what they look like, but they're super famous. Yeah, and they can still walk into a Safeway and probably not be bothered I'm, at all. I'm sure. Yeah, that's pretty rad. They were really smart figuring yeah, that out. Way. So if you want to be a superstar but not be bothered and go Has insane, da- like have they have they done like a face reveal? Oh, people know who they are, but no one cares. They only know the robot heads. Mm, mm. You can okay, ask my brother okay. about it. He loves Daft Punk, dude. Okay. They're pretty sweet. I, I'm not going to lie. I've always enjoyed them. And seeing them in Tron was a dream come true. <laughs> but we're talking about college, Cameron. If you guys always wonder, why do we talk about movies so much? It's because Cameron loves movies. Uh, yeah. And his, it's literally his job. But I want to narrow it down. It seems like you had a ambitious divine calling to do this film thing and those are oversized words for what we're talking about but in a sense you know that that's sort of how you feel about doing film and you talk about you like doing it as you're younger um i want you to talk about the positives that college has enhanced your love for film Mm -hmm. and then also the negatives and the distractions that have really gotten in the way of you amplifying your learning towards that totally totally yeah i i think i think going to college for me was really interesting because i was able to um like really isolate my love of film and be like this is what i'm gonna focus on right now yeah. you know like this is this is going to be my I don't want to say singular passion because I'm pretty passionate about a lot of things, but yeah. this is my this is my number one focus and really dive deep into into film history and film theory and and all all these different areas that have really um like I've really been interested in, but I haven't really been able to um to to go deep into. Yeah, when you're passionate about something in college and you begin to study it, I feel like it begins to also seep into your free time to a certain degree. Totally, totally. And I'll talk about what, I, what I'm what i sort of getting into um, later in the show after camera's done. But I, I remember the first year you went away 
you said that you're watching every Oscar nominee film. Yeah, yeah. That was like, I was like, how did he even keep up with all of that? And that was the last year you did that, right? No, no, I did it basically every year. Jeez. I remember you talking about it was sort of a curse. <laughs> it was a curse that year, for sure. Yeah, I, rem- uh, I remember you talking about it. Because it was the year what? that Room and Spotlight and a bunch of just really crappy films came out. Um, Ooh, throwing shade. No, it, so like the couple years after that, um, it wasn't a, it wasn't like an explicit like goal of mine. I was never like, I need to watch every, you know, every uh, Oscar-nominated film. It was more like, I'm interested in watching most of these films, so I'm going to watch them. Mm -hmm. And, like, the ones that I didn't really care about, I I just, I, you know, didn't need to watch. And it it wasn't, like, a chore for me to do that. That that was more my my thinking the next couple of years. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I mean, yeah, this, this past year I watched... I think I watched most of them um, the year before. I I, I watched a, a good majority of them. So like I've I've kept up I've kept up with with certain things. Uh, the Oscars are kind of a a beast on their own. It uh, you know they're they're very did a you, very strange subject. But. Did you see Ghost Story? No, I didn't. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, that's a really, random side tangent. That movie looks cool. If if those of you who don't know, Ghost Story is like a super artsy film that's shot in like four by three. Yeah. So it looks like an Instagram picture. And well, not well. Instagram pictures are squares, right? They're so the movie one, is a square, pretty much. It's no, a it's a it's shot in four by three special rectangle. But well, I, and anyways, that's that's nerdy as hell. But, um, yeah, but I mean, like it was. It, I I think you're right about bleeding into, um, into my free time. Like, I use video games to 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 get away from watching films a lot of times, which is like, what a difficult life. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's true because like sometimes you're just like, ah, oh, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to watch a, a movie right now. You, you know, know, like I don't want to, I don't want to do this, but like I'm, it's not that I'm not passionate about watching movies, you know, like I love, I love movies. Mm-hmm. I love watching movies but sometimes you're just you're just burnt out yeah you, know, you just you, can't you can't do it for for that for that long you so. know when it really starts to to get like on my mind is when i start talking to my girlfriend about it mm. when i when that's like the heart of our discussion for an hour you know god bless your soul juliana but <laughs> um when i start talking about econ which is my major i just feel bad for the amount of crap she has to sit through and just be like Sure, I know. I know what you're talking about because I don't know. I totally feel it. You know, you know what I'm saying. But it's cool because when you're going out with someone that actually cares about you, they tend to kind of take on a certain amount of passion for what. Well, I mean, but let's be real. Like your lady seems to like film a little bit more. She does because because of you, I would say. Oh yeah. No, that I think that was one of the almost like big side effects of me being super passionate about film was. Was it kind of just bled into to showing Kiana movies that she wouldn't have watched otherwise? Yeah. You know, which was like, it wasn't it wasn't that I sat her down and was like, "Hey, you need to watch these movies," you know, or you need to be really passionate about these movies. Right, it was like right. it was like, "Hey, you know, I think you might like this one." Uh-huh. You know, I think you might like this this weird obscure 
um, you know, French Canadian movie that 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 is not a Marvel <laughs> Avengers movie. Yeah, that that most people just don't get to see. Yeah, I, I, and I honestly think I I I feel like I'm really I don't want to say the word privilege, but like I feel like I'm in a, in a different mindset when I watch movies because I I keep up with them, and so like I have no idea what the normal average movie consumer is like. You mean you didn't see about. the Meg? No. <laughs> do you but, even know what I'm talking about? No, I do. But oh, oh. Uh, yeah, directed by John Turtletop, the director of National Treasure, the best movie ever. Oh, we do need to go see The Meg, <laughs> and we'll put out oh, a review and a full bad. episode. You know what bad. I love about what you're talking about right now, Cameron, is I actually, before we started this show, uh, I really wanted to do a show on just what people are passionate about. Mm. And I think as you look at people who really lean into their majors in college and really get set on a career that they enjoy, you want to be around people who are passionate. Totally. totally. Uh, just some of my favorite friends who are into s- certain stuff, like people like Tim Smith, who really lo- enjoys graphic design. When he designs something and shows me it and is excited about it, and I get to witness that, I'm like, dude, I'm blown away about how much passion you have. And I could care less about graphic design. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you start talking about movies, you're one of my best friends, Cameron. When you talk about movies, I care about movies more. Mm. And, I, and I'll give you that. And I think that is something that starting college really helps people find out and really magnifies what they're passionate about. Yeah. And if you're not getting that from college, you might not be doing it right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I have a hard time saying like you should be going to college because of what you, you know, what you think you love to do because I think a lot of people don't really know what they what they love to do or what they want to do and I think a lot of people find it actually by just exploring right um, but that's what happened to me yeah totally totally yeah um, but I think I don't know yeah it, it's interesting because I I feel like I'm an interesting case because I just I had a passion when I was a kid and I just kept going just, I just kept on you know, and and I was destined for this. But and even You're just like Thanos. But <laughs> <laughs> even in in like junior high, I think my my passion was completely different than my passion is now. I mean, obviously that's that's true. But it's like I didn't. It's not that I just, I I didn't understand what I what I liked about film, and that's part of it. But it it was also like. I liked specific things about film that I'm not really as passionate about now. And I'm passionate about different things. Um, I guess more broad things now than I, than I was when I was a kid, but it's still sort of the same category of passion. It's still under the broad, you know, idea of, of filmmaking. And so it's like really kind of a special thing to me is like I I didn't I changed a lot from fifth grade, obviously. But I would hope so. My <laughs> um but my my passion still still guided me and still, you know, kept kept the same the same intensity. And I think you're lucky for that. I Uh, know people that are like you who have a passion to do something and they stick with it and they're solid through it even before college starts. Um, 
I don't I don't mean to go back to my my lady Jules, but she she's doing music and she's known she's wanted to do music since high school. She didn't even go to college for it, and I'm proud of her for it. Yeah. She knows what she's doing. She's working hard for it. And as far as I can see, she's doing a good job with it, right? But for someone like me who didn't quite know what I wanted to do, I had a I, my career choice continually changed. If you knew me in middle school, you would have known that I was going to be a homicide detective. Yeah, which, I, do, I do remember that. Which was a, a strange thing to know. Then I realized I didn't really want to have to shoot at people. Um, because in middle school, sure. I was into Call of Duty, and I was like, shooting people, that's all fine with me. Okay? <laughs> but that changed. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm choking on my own spit. Um, <laughs> yikes, dude. I, I've been coughing today. Uh, just a side tangent. I've been making a desk with my dad, and we've been sanding a lot. <laughs> And today I'm I'm holding the sander and I like for some reason there's a little side compartment and I popped the sander like catcher off and so all this sand went everywhere and I just took a long breath in and I was like <laughs> and so now I just oh man like I just feel like I have a really gross cough today. You don't you don't have to make excuses to me. I don't mind. No, I'm I'm being a hundred percent serious. Yeah, no. That desk is gonna be sweet when we record. By the way, yeah, it looks really good. Okay. Um, and hopefully we won't be recording in someone else's house. Sure. Yeah. Thanks, that, Alec. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So before I move on to my experience in college and and how I sort of found my my own passion for a, a career in that. I want to know you about your negative college experiences. Mm, okay. <laughs> because we shared a fun negative college experience I want to dive into. But I mean, there were there were a lot of really negative college experiences. I can I'll I'll, I'll work backwards actually. Okay. Um the the most recent there was a film The most set. recent was talking to you again. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh. Uh there there was a film set that I was working on that literally I I I got home. It was like four in the morning by the time I got home. So I got home and I was like, I never want to do this again. <laughs> you never wanted to do movies again? I almost I almost thought about quitting movies. Whoa. Yeah. It How was bad was it? Awful. It what was happened? Awful. There were so many bad things that, that happened. I can't even like describe to you how many things went bad. But does this have to do with college? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Was it, it a school project? Yeah. No. So it was somebody uh, else's school project. Oh, okay. Um, so it was somebody else's thesis film. And I was I was the gaffer. Um, so, so you I did lights. Doing, I was doing the lights. Um, and Already man, mundane. The guy. No, I mean, it's, it's fine. I, I like doing lights. Um, it's not my favorite thing. Don't to settle do, for less, Cameron. It's fun. <laughs> okay. It's fun. Uh, <laughs> you know, like Elliot Hickel, who's like, you want to see my strobe? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Shout out. Um, yeah, so I, I there was a guy. There was a guy. I don't want to say his name, okay. but there was a guy who, um, let's just say, worked in the cage. Who none of us were a fan of. The cage. The cage is where you get all your film equipment from school. Oh, he worked for the film equipment distributor yeah, 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 of yeah. the school. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and so he knows his stuff. He no. Well, I mean, I guess he does. I know it better than you. 
Yeah, exactly. Got you. I, that's, that's what I was saying. That's what he. That's what he was doing. And I, you know, honestly, I'm sure he does. But he he had this attitude of just being like so superior. And it was he was he's <laughs> mile ter- before me. He he was he's terrible. He's I just I can't I can't stand him. But he, like honestly, like you know me, right? Like yeah, I'm yeah. not I'm not somebody who's who's like easily like you're not full of crap. No, and, and but also like. Like, if you tell me, like, you're doing something wrong, I'll be like, oh, yeah, okay, you know, I'll, I'll do it the other way. You know, it's, like, totally fine. Right. But, but there's a certain amount of respect that I, that I consider to be, you know, the bar, the standard. Uh-huh. Um, and he just, he, there was no respect. There was no respect to give He treated it. you like trash? He treated me like trash. Where he treated everybody guy? like trash. Um, he probably still works for school. Honestly, I don't, I don't even care. But it it, it doesn't matter. It, yeah, they, uh, just today actually, I saw one of my old coworkers. And I'm like, hey, yeah, like I can work whenever I want now because he was telling me how they were like understaffed at yeah. the place. He had left my old Starbucks job as well, and he was asking me, he's like, oh, so you're not at Starbucks anymore? I'm like, yeah, now I can work whenever I want. I don't have to worry about understaffing. And he was just like triggered. I was like, I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> it's kind of mean. That's kind of mean when I think about it. Uh, I mean, it's all right. Um, but anyways, so, you know, like I was, I was already, I was already mad at this guy, um, for, for just, just ruining a lot of stuff that I had like set up, you know? So he changed all the lights that you thought <clears throat> were right? No, 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 no. He didn't change the lights. He just like, there were just certain things. I, I don't want to go into specifics. Okay, okay, okay. But but there were just certain things that he did that just really made me mad. And I was like, I was like, at least at least if these were the things that you were gonna do, you could have you could have said how to do them better. You right. know what I mean? Like like you could have just explained it to me. It's not even that that hard <laughs> it's not even that hard you could have just explained it to i love me. how you just censored yourself good job Cameron. uh but, Ooh, the rage <laughs> is coming out but you know but that's fine that's fine that's fine so we left we left like an hour later than we were supposed to because uh-huh. we had to be in a different shoot so we were setting up lights in the at school in the sound stage so that we could shoot the next day right and then we had to be in vallejo at like at like ten thirty. Awayo. So we left at twelve thirty, and it was like it was already terrible. So we got to Vallejo, and it was like two thirty because b- by the time you get to Vallejo, it's yeah, you know, it's it, traffic and yeah, yeah, it's yeah, terrible. Yeah. Um, so we we you know we got there at two thirty, and then they weren't even ready to set up. They weren't even ready to set up at our location in Vallejo. And so, so like I had to, you know, we had to wrangle everybody. The director wasn't even there. Sweet. <laughs> and, and too busy so, riding. You know what I mean? It was, it was terrible. And so by the time we got, we got shooting, guess what time we got shooting? What time? Six o'clock. What time are you supposed to start? Two at the latest. Oh my goodness. So Four. guess time we, guess what time we left? What time? Two in the morning. Ooh, actually, that's pretty awful. <laughs> yeah. And so then I got back to I got back to San Francisco, got back to my apartment apartment. Three thirty. And I had a bunch of I had a bunch of gear in my truck. So <laughs> I had to deal with that. I had to I was by myself. I had to be like, hey, blank director, what do I do with all this gear in my truck? Like and he was like, Can you store it at your place? And I was like, No. 
<laughs> yeah, that and, stuff is scary to hold on to too because it's so expensive. Yeah, and then he was like, and then he's like, okay, just bring it over. And so by the time I unloaded all the gear, it was four in the morning. Did you have anything planned the next day? Yeah, we had to shoot at eight a.m. Oh. So yeah, this is when you almost gave up film. Yeah, I don't really blame you. So I was like, I was like, this is this is the worst thing. Did you get paid for this rig? No. What free. a bunch of crap! It was, it, was, it was pro bono. All these, all these thesis films are pro bono. Hey, don't ever forget. I make sure you get paid, little boy. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> but but don't ever be complaining to me. All right. But this is fun. I would way this rather. Is... I would way way rather wait, do wait, this wait. than this is fun. Yeah, it's fun. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. No, we have such a good time. So. I... <laughs> <laughs> It just broke your headphones, dude. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so so that was the that was a terrible, terrible shooting day. Most days are like they're hard, you right. know. Like you'll you'll be working you'll be working a ten twelve hour day, and you know that's that's hard. That gets that gets tough on you if you're doing that every weekend. But like that day was specifically awful. It was awful. So uh, yeah, that that was that was the worst shooting day I ever had. But before that, we had some we had some other non film related college experiences that were like you and I, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, what that, a weekend! They were, but okay. So my <laughs> my freshman year, my my freshman year, I was living with with Juzo. Shout out, hey he, he Juzo. He was in my room. Um, I met you like once, but there was also. There was also a couple other people in Fun, my apartment. Regular San Francisco party college kids. I, were they regular? Is that regular? I would say the weekend we went was like the it notch was, was turned up to it, 11. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. Have you guys seen this movie called Project X? Well, it was kind of like that, but it wasn't that bad. limited to. No, I remember, Cameron. They didn't like. It burned the place down and start like an apocalypse. It wasn't that bad, but <laughs> I will say we walked over bodies in the morning. We got no sleep that night. Oh, yeah, no, that that's true. Being that's true. the expert, I, which is which is weird though, because I I do remember I was pissed off because I like I normally slept through all of their shenanigans. Right, like I was normally it was pretty loud, good, but they were extremely loud there was a whole nother level going on and juzo juzo knows what i'm talking about because he like (laughs) do you want to tell him about the bathroom (laughs) yeah 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 we will but but he 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 really did not like these roommates and so like they did not they did not get along very well and he didn't like their partying and their and their noisiness so, and their loudness. So what happened is Cam- I went down to spend the weekend with Cameron uh, because we had both bought tickets to PSX, which is a gaming expo, and we were pretending that we were part of media, even though we literally were just there for fun and as fans. We weren't pretending. No, but we went there as if we were critics, and nobody even cared about us. We sat down <laughs> after tech demos, and we're like, hmm, that was very profound experience, blah, 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 as if we were writing some stupid paper, and no one cared, okay? <laughs> and we had a, we had the time of our lives, all right? It was fun. Um, we saw Kevin from Kind of Funny yeah, once. Yeah, we did. So, um, I think I brat brapped Brian Althana. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. So we were hanging out, and um, I only had to spend the night once, but that was the night 
the curse of the devil overcame Cameron's dorm. So my two of my roommates were in a frat, and that night was they had just come back from from some event. It was like it was like maybe a spiritual ritual, freshman initiation or something. Yeah, some weird thing. It was, and they were they were gone the entire weekend. It was like. Not gone as in like they weren't around. They were gone as in like mental state, just absolutely destroyed. Do you remember the scene in Stranger Things where Will coughs up a weird slug into the sink? (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, I saw a lot of weird slugs in that sink, but they weren't alien species. Really? Well, I mean, I was a young freshman back then, so I was like, what is the deal with this sink? Cameron, what was your bathroom called? Okay, so so they're in the dorm. I just want to lay this out for you. In the dorm, there there was two bedrooms, three bedrooms, but one was on the right side of the house, and two were on the, the left side of the house. Um, on the, I slept on the left side. Um, and the left side of the house had a bathroom and according to ADA compliance, um, the American Disabilities Act uh, uh, compliance, one of the bathrooms had to be, uh, wheelchair accessible, which meant it was just way too big for, for that why it was so big. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. It kind of looked like if, if you had put. All the aspects of a bathroom, sink, mirror, toilet, and shower into like one of those, um, what is it? Like a prison room where you are like have the strap stuff to your chest. You know what I'm talking about? What is that? Isolation chamber. It looked like an isolation chamber, except with all the aspects of a bathroom. (laughs) I guess so. But it was, it was just like way bigger than it needed to be. It, It was, it was a huge bathroom. Yeah. Um, which meant that it was a great place because it had a vent, it was a great place to smoke, <laughs> according to my roommates. What a disgusting scent. And so they called that place the lounge. They called the bathroom the lounge. It was pretty hilarious, if I'm being honest. And they brought in chairs and bean bags. <laughs> And basically, it just became an unusable bathroom. It was it was a second room. You made me use that bathroom. Yeah, for to shower and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it depended on the day, obviously. But the yeah. day, the day, the morning we left, were there beer cans in the bathroom? I don't, I don't even remember. The morning we left for the second day of PSX, we stepped over bodies. Mark my words. I I don't really remember. There was a that, body but... in the hall room. In the in the hallway, okay. I mean, that's not that's not like out of the realm of possibility, but I don't particularly remember that. Do you have any other stories, Cameron? Before we kind of transition to where I was. Oh, at? in the in in that room. No, just for college in general. We were talking about bad college, college experiences. I don't know. I mean, honestly, college. Most of my like college experiences experience was just a weird vibe like my college is very different because it's a it's mostly a commuter school sf state um yes and so it's kind of a bad college (laughs) oh um when it comes down to things it's like people don't really have school spirit and people don't really care about campus and 
and there's no really there's no fun activities or anything. So it's just, it was nothing like Sydney White. What? Never mind. I, I mean, I thought you were Princess Diary fans. You'd know all my stupid rom com. No, references. I, what was I, that sound? It was. I think it was Baxter shaking his butt. It sounded like someone crunching a bag. A little bit, yeah. Well, anyways, it doesn't really matter. Um, unless you <laughs> do want to pause. No, no, no. Okay, it's okay. okay. It's okay. Um, well, anyways. So, yeah. So, basically... Oh, it is Baxter. I yeah, hear I, I, I was pretty sure it was. Um, yeah, bas- basically, my college was was pretty pretty bad most of the time. Uh, un- unless I was doing like film stuff, but your career has been kind of projected off into into a good. Oh, know, totally, totally, a, yeah. a decent setup is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been around to different festivals and whatnot. You had a cool experience in France, right? Yeah, yeah. I went. I I uh, premiered a film at at the Cannes Film Festival. I think that's further than most people can say. Yeah, I'm proud of you, son. Oh, thank you. So anyway, I also shot a film in Thailand, not to brag or anything, but whoa, yeah. lucky you getting to hang out in <laughs> Thailand. Boy, am I jealous. It was fun. It was really Boy, fun. am I jealous. Dude, if you ever want to go on a really cheap vacation, Thailand is the place to go. Well, you that, take your that segues us into our next uh, <laughs> topic, which is economics, which is my major. Okay. Um, and I love economics. I literally can't believe how much I care about economics. And do I know anything about it? I know, it's it? weird, isn't Not it? Not quite. Not quite that much because there's so much about economics that to know, sure. especially when you start talking about macroeconomics. Cameron and I know when you, when you start talking about macro, they'll be like, so what affected the uh, potato famine in Ireland uh, while they went through that and like half the population died in there? And, and I was like, okay, in a macroeconomic stance. And you're like, how, it's because they put them all in the same bar. Like, okay, <laughs> obviously it's because... Uh, the the potatoes ran out. There was a famine, so that's why there it issues. And like, correct, except not really, because you're forgetting the dispute with the uh, African trade route and blah 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 blah. And it's just like an endless hole. You can never have a correct answer because there's so much going on in macroeconomics. So I'm trying to understand it. I'm just into my upper division classes for my bachelor's degree at San Jose State. I completed my GE at West Valley. But when I was starting at West Valley, I had no idea I wanted to do economics. Yeah, what did, what did you think that you wanted to do when well, you were... Uh... What did I want? Oh, I wanted to do business. Because everyone who doesn't know what they're going to do <laughs> says they're going to do business. And I'm sorry if you love business and you're passionate about it. I actually love a lot of aspects of business because they're very practical. But for the longest time, I was like, yeah, business is my thing. Until I took an economics class with Professor Sam Liu. Shout out to that guy. Uh, he sounds like a mercenary he's this he's this asian guy but he's got a raspy voice like this and then he starts teaching <laughs> the class and he's just so passionate about, uh, about um economics our episode on the format wars sort of came from us uh, from a lecture that he did in that class uh on format wars between playstation and xbox so you know when you start talking about video games i'm sold all right but also i <laughs> Economics is so applicable in so many ways from the micro level to the macro because the macro affects the world that we live in and observe and the micro applies to your personal life. So when I started learning about it, I'm like, why the heck has no one told me about this subject? That's that's exactly what I said when I took my... I, I've only taken one economics class 
and it was in high school. But basically, uh, it was like a week in, and I was like, oh, this literally just explains all of my questions. If I go into government like everyone tells me I should, I will make sure that economics becomes a priority in public schools because it is unreal how ignored the subject is and how important and applicable economics is. It drives me nuts because everything I learn in these economic classes, Cameron can tell I'm passionate because I'm using my hands. It's like <laughs> so applicable. Just He's now, like an Italian. I was reading something for school and I've never enjoyed reading for school, but my upper division classes, they require reading. There's hardly any homework. I'm sitting down, I'm reading this thing on why someone is arguing that currency should not be monetized by government, which already sounds boring if you don't care, but if you think about it for a second, it's a crazy statement. And it is beyond interesting to hear his argument for it. I love it. It is a crazy cool subject. And I, I, I don't know if I already said this, but I am a person that went to school telling myself that there is no way I'm going to sit in a class and feel inspired by it. Mm. People tell you, you're going to go off to school and you're going to find what you love. I was like, BS. That's so stupid. But it <laughs> happened to me and I got knocked on my, on my butt about it because yeah. I, lo- I like absolutely love economics and I could talk about it forever. Juliana knows I can talk about it forever. Um, and I mean, I, I can too, but this is, this is the problem. This is why we can't talk about it on, on the show. Is because we'll go back and forth, and it'll be just the nerdiest conversation. It'll be way nerdier than our conversations about video games. <laughs> it's like it's it's. I I I totally am with you about how like like I'm super passionate about about economics too. Not I think in different ways than than you are probably, mm-hmm. but in the in the way that it totally governs so much of what we. The, uh, of what we actually care about and what right. we actually think about on a daily basis. And Darren, our executive producer, and I had a conversation about game theory. That's economics. Totally. Game totally. theory is super cool. Uh, it, it, I mean, it can be applied to something as simple as a game of chess, which is not simple when you start thinking about game theory, <laughs> to like something like the way that casinos are set up. There's just so much like knowledge that, I mean, if you don't care about economics, you think we're talking like we're on Antiques Roadshow. Okay, but if you actually take a second to really ponder these ideas, you're like, whoa, there's like hard truths behind economics that if you really apply that to your lens of life, it it really like makes things more clear and understandable. Well, something that I love about it, too, is is it really just solidifies your I don't want to say worst assumptions about people, but just like what you what you intuitively already understand about people is that like oh they want what's best for them you know like they want they want to do the things that will make them the the best in the future and, and so like when you when you put that into an economic system it just it just automatically makes sense yeah i think what's crazy let me just share a couple of wisdom nuggets that i that just kind of blow me away as i just from the reading i did today something they said if you everyone wants more money but let's say that you double everyone's bank account right now and everyone has more money here's the solid truth behind that no one is richer what a crazy concept right and it's simple like if you think about it like, oh yeah, yeah i get it but i'm like that's such a cool idea how about this idea 
Um, shoot, how did I already just forget it? There's another idea I wanted to say. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I got it. Um, that, that was the most pregnant of pauses. <laughs> that was painful. I don't know why I can't remember it. Man, it was one of the things I shared with you. I'm going to grab my note sheets because I'm such a nerd. Give me a second. Okay. Well, I'm going to vamp then. Oh, dear. <laughs> He's going to make really ho- horrible, loud, loud noises. <sighs> so I'm, uh, I'm watching a couple dogs this weekend, and they're the cutest. They're so cute. They're both uh, dachshunds, which means they're just adorable. And one's name's Baxter. Another's name is Scott. Okay, I'm back. Give me a second. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> okay. Here's my note sheets because I'm a nerd and I care about this so much. This is what I was going to say. Although people say they want more money, that is not actually true. Instead, what they want is for their money to go further. And that's talking about the value of currency and what it means uh, in an economy. I'm talking about currency with this book that I was reading. And what I said was um, was that's entirely true and you can look at a real world example um like venezuela who you know people are now millionaires because of inflation but they can't buy bread so you know they they are you know technically they have more money but because their their money is less and less valuable they they can't actually buy anything with it so so i know we're getting really broad with this show Everything comes when something. <laughs> and we were talking about before we even started this, because I, I, I just started my first week at San Jose State. Cameron's about to go back to uh, San Francisco State. And we were like, how can we talk about what we're passionate about and still apply it to everything comes from something? Well, I think what we wanted to do is as we're, as we're kind of narrowing down on this idea of college, we wanted to say that for those of you who are our age and are going through this college stuff, you should be excited because this is the time where you can really find what you're passionate about. You know, your passions come from something, right? But I also wanted to say we do have an older listener base. What's great about passions is that you can find them at any time in life. You don't need college as well. And I continually sort of surprise myself in a way that I find new passions all the time. I never knew I would be good at doing podcasts. Maybe I'm not. Who knows? <laughs> but I sure do enjoy doing it. I sure am passionate about doing it. Okay? And uh, I, I definitely do enjoy it. Um, Just with the amount of distractions in this one episode, I, I can safely say that we're probably not. <laughs> this episode is a little bit of trainer. Dude, we're recording somewhere we're not normally recording, yeah, which is going to be a new thing, by the way, guys. We're going to try to upgrade our audio setup from this stupid one channel uh, sound card that we had to use because it's mine and my brother won't let me brother's like, <laughs> um, so yes, we are, we are, tr- we are always trying to improve the show in every way we can. But as Cameron and I grow distant through school, we are going to have to try to find more and more time. That's why we're recording this episode ahead of time and all that other stuff before we you're making it sound so like sad, like you're going to, really you're going to, we're going to die it's or something. Been a long <laughs> day. I was thinking about like, uh, the titanic where like i'm just floating off in the in the distance and you're on the ice the iceberg just i've never reaching. seen the titanic oh well it, it's not worth it yeah it's not worth the four hours i never like anything that james cameron makes really what has he made that's good 
And this show is not a movie podcast, so we're moving on. Um, <laughs> some bad college experiences. Recently, this first week, I had to take a shower in a public shower for the first time. Oh, aliens. Just to say, um, <laughs> taking a shower in a public shower is the most terrifying thing if you've never done it before. Uh, no one was there, but I was still scared for my life. Um, and no one cared and, and no one looked either. So I, I was pretty much in the clear, but I, I, I think I learned my lesson and that was my, uh, bad college experience so far. I d- taking a public shower. See, I have, this is interesting, right? Because I don't want to like, I don't want to pause on this too, too long, but at my school, we've got different stalls for our showers. At my school, we have three shower heads per stall. And so you know I hogged three shower heads because I didn't want to see anyone. Sure, sure. I pointed them all at me. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. <laughs> and that would be four. But there is also a uh Well, isn't that like isn't that like head. a dominance thing? You're like you guys better not you you guys better not move my shower head. Yeah, except yeah. I look like a scared hunchback of Notre Dame. I felt like Gollum. <laughs> I felt like Gollum in that public shower, dude. <laughs> Terrified. Okay. It was uh man. What a what a scary experience. Well, did I have any other bad college experiences? Well, I knew I hated dorms because I slept with you once. Okay, but that's like that's totally an anomaly. Yeah, I but every say. dorm I walked into afterwards, I was like, oh gosh. Okay, but <laughs> is but, that gonna happen to me again? But the uh the, the my my house now, right? You've sl- you've stayed over, right? No, I haven't. Really? Yeah. Have you ever been to my house? Yeah, I have. Yeah. But you haven't stayed over? No. Oh, okay. I've only been over late. And we're going to have a lot more late nights coming up because well, we're going to be recording. I'll be driving up at five o'clock on, the, on Thursday, probably, and it'll suck. But, yeah, well. And I'll be driving down at 10, and I'll be like, Cameron, why don't you ever drive down to the San Jose? And you'll be like, because I did this whole summer. I'm busy, dude. Well, I don't know. We, well, I don't know. We'll have to I hate you. Let's, let's, let's take this off the air. <laughs> No, we're keeping this between us and the fans, okay? <laughs> um, but like my my house now is totally different than my my old house, right? Like, Your dorm? Yeah, than my dorm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You have a sweet spot in the sunset. It's very yeah, cool. Totally. But it's like it's it's not as crazy. Yeah, no, it's it's much every more now relaxed. and then. I like the people you room with too. Every cool. now and then, you know, we we drink up, we drink late, but usually, usually, actually, we don't even drink late. We'll like we'll drink till eleven o'clock, and that that'll be it. You know, bedtime. And it, so it's like, you know, it's totally it's 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 innocuous. You guys seem pretty laid back and chill. Totally much different than your dorm situation oh where it was like He's hiding, insane. hiding in your room. I think the biggest problem was there were people over all the time. It was like and then new faces constantly, huh? new faces all the time. Yeah, uh, for at least for the first. Um, two like the first semester mm, was just mm. was, no. I knew nobody who who was coming over. But by the by the last half, I I at least had kind of a a good. Um, I I I pretty much knew everybody who was coming over. Mm. Um, but yeah, for the first the first semester, it was it was terrible. Here's why this cluster mess of an episode is important, because everything comes from something is expanding. And soon we're going to start having guests on the show. Mm. Now, it just depends on... Yeah, pretty soon, actually. Uh, It just depends on who has the audio equipment 
most likely it will be me, but I will start to be interviewing different people on the show. Eventually we'll have four people. And uh, that does not mean Cameron isn't off the show. Actually, Cameron will be in every interview he can make it to. Totally. Uh, so, but we are, we are really excited because passions is one of the things that we we care about. And like we were saying, when you talk to someone who's passionate about something, there's always a great story behind it. Sort yeah, of, yeah. Sort of like, you know what the show's all about. Everything comes from something. There's a history behind everyone. And who knows, maybe the people we interview will actually one day do something great. Who knows, maybe Cameron and I will actually do something cool and exciting <laughs> with our lives. We'll see. Uh, and I'm pretty sure it will happen, actually, for at least one of us. Um, and I would be talking about myself because <laughs> uh, I'm a way better person than you. So... Uh, <laughs> um, but... Yeah, I think that wraps it up for the uh, wrap set it up. Definitely. We got a gameplay video to record for you guys. Oh my gosh. I'll edit it. How Don't are we going to do that? Don't worry about it. I got everything figured out. I spent money on it. Can I drink more?